Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 127. Yeah, I'm committed to making this episode. Okay, so now we're, we're back to naming episodes. We we, okay. we are Good. we are, um, and this one is called selling conversations. Selling conversations, being a great conversationalist. Yeah. Um, by the way, my name is Mark Vila. And mine's Mark Stevenson. We, we skipped over that and fun part. And we are both from Coldesi. Yeah, we are from Coldesi. And today we're here to talk about um, being a good conversationalist and about and about having selling conversations. Right. And I think it's a bit more than that um, when it really comes down to it because being a good conversationalist in general, besides selling, is going to make you a better business person. Yeah, and we, um, I mean, Mark and I know could probably kind of take this this skill set mm-hmm. for granted. Yeah. Right, because we've both been in sales our, pretty much our whole lives mm-hmm. of one kind or another. So kind of talking to people is built in. Yeah. And at this point, it's natural for us to have those conversations where you meet somebody for the first time and you're immediately looking for points where you connect and commonalities and things like that just becomes part of what you do. But I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast, you know, I mean, maybe you've been a homemaker that just talked to your kids and your husband for eight hours for the past 15 years, or you've worked in a factory or, you know, you just have like a a job that doesn't put you in front of new people all the time. Yeah. Or, or if you're in front of the folks, that's not the primary, you know, you might've been a plumber or an electrician or an AC repair person or, or something. These are a lot of folks who are our customers out there. And even though they found themselves in front of people, it wasn't what they were doing. Right. right. They would show up to you'd show up to meet with a client. You say hello. You do the job that somebody else booked for you. Yeah. Right. And then and then you say goodbye. So this is about meeting people, talking to people. Um, when I I grew up when I was young, I was uh, deathly afraid of talking to people, yeah. especially if it was like a girl and I was in middle school. Okay. I've, I've told the story on, yeah, on the podcast before. Yeah. Uh, something like that. And um, and then as but. My life path turned into um, I got a job in a restaurant, kind of in a kitchen, which turned into the front of the house to make more money. Next thing you know, I'm talking to people all day, realizing and learning from other people that the way you talk to people led to repeat customers and better tips. And that turned into sales jobs and so on and so forth. Um, So it is a skill set that I take for granted just because I've been doing it for three quarters of my life. Right. So here's what we're going to do during this podcast. During the next little bit, we're going to talk about um, things that will make you a good conversationalist Mm -hmm. and then give you some, you know, maybe some Q&A, some the information that you want to get during a selling Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. And then and then I think um, Mark wrote some tips at the end on how to start a conversation. I did. So um, first and foremost, the reason why this is important is every single person from now on, once you start this business that you meet is a potential customer or a potential link to an your next customer. Right. And that's every person. Uh, parents you meet at children's birthday parties, people that you meet in the lobby of a hotel waiting to check in. You know, it's literally everybody you meet because custom apparel is such a wide range of people. I've actually, I actually did this exercise for people. Okay. Where I will, in a room, in a room full of several people, you know, maybe five or 10 people, I'll just ask 
because I have no shame. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many of you are interested in custom T-shirts? Yeah. You know, and most of them will raise their hand. Yeah. So you, whatever room you're in, Mark is absolutely right. I want you to understand that you're in a room full of potential customers. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't matter where you are. And one of the points that um, I thought about when we were writing this is that you're not. That that doesn't mean that you are attempting to sell to everybody at every point in time. Right. You're not selling Amway here. Anybody who's met somebody who sells Amway knows yes. it in about eight seconds because they try to sell it to you. if you're selling Amway, yes. we just want to specify that we're not judging you, no. but that neither Mark or myself are interested. <laughs> well, they're starting custom apparel business, so it's not going that well. Right. Good okay. Point. Good point. Um, so... So let's just start about having good conversations, what they mean. Here are some tips, some tricks and things. We'll go through that list yeah. and then uh, that'll be kind of part one. And then part two is going to be um, realizing potential customers within those conversations and how to take that to the next step. Yeah, I like okay. that. Okay. So um, I'll, go, I'll go first because yeah. it's the easy one. Um, uh, just be friendly. Right. Tip number one, the most important thing, um, talk to people, be nice, be a pleasant person in general. Yeah. Right. I, Say hello. I, I think it's, it's an important distinction because a lot of you, you know, think that the way you talk is friendly, mm -hmm. but you, you almost have to work consciously on sounding friendly Yeah. because not everyone, you may be a friendly person, but you may not sound friendly when you meet new people. Like you may speak in short sentences. Yeah. You know, you may have like a really uh, aggressive approach, you know, that just doesn't sound like. Or you might be shy. Yeah. And you seem unfriendly, even though you are. Right. And, and I've known introvert. I've yeah. known plenty of people like that in my life where you meet them and you're like, gosh, I think that I don't think that person likes me. Yeah. And then the fourth or fifth time meeting them, then all of a sudden they're talking your ear off now that they've opened yeah. up. Yeah. So um, I used to be shy. Yeah, I just want to say yeah, that. and I definitely was when I was younger. So um, be friendly, talk to people, and I think what uh, what you mentioned was perfect. To um, in the beginning, if you don't recognize that you are clearly already very friendly, right? Then take some extra measures to just step it up. You can you can add in some key phrases and words like yeah. um, telling somebody it's really nice to meet them. Yeah, just using those words. Hey, it's it's really great to meet you. Yeah. I'm glad. I I think so and so, who's my good friend, is a great person. They're your it, friend, you know, so it, I'm happy to meet you. It's almost like a fake it till you make it. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. So if you focus on sounding friendly, then you will be perceived as being a friendly. Yeah. Person. And well, the thing is, is that you're going when you tell somebody just something as simple as, "Hey, I think it's really great to meet you." Yeah. They are, are going to like that. Yeah. Even if it's just not extremely genuine, but you're just saying those words, they're going to like to hear it and they're going to say, probably going to reciprocate it. It's going to feel good and right. you're going to naturally want to do it more and it works. Agreed. Uh, I think that the next two are very closely related. Okay. Okay. So your next two bullets are uh, not talking about you all the time mm -hmm. and actually listening to people. Yeah. So what I find is, and I've got one person in mind in particular. Okay. What I find is, is Me? that I can see while I'm talking to someone that they're already well into thinking about what they're going to respond. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as I'm talking to you about this, if I ask you, if we're talking about um, current events, you know, then if I'm talking to Mark Vila, I can tell when he's actually tuned out a little bit because he already has a list of things that he wants to say. Yeah. So he's just waiting for you to stop before... 
they say so. So actually, um, not talking about yourself all the time and actually listening to the people is is very close. Yeah, they're absolutely. So the the first one, not talking about you all the time, and I wrote this in the notes because it's true. You've got great stories. Yeah. You, everybody has great stories because we're, we've all lived on this earth. We've got a lot of funny and cool and crazy and interesting things to share. Yeah. Um, but you have to let somebody else share their stories too. Because although everybody loves listening and hearing funny stories, everyone loves telling them. So if you want to build, have a good conversation with people, you've got to make sure that you're accepting stories as much as you're giving them. Yeah. And um, Or actually, actually almost, um, you know, asking for the stories. Yeah. You know, and that, that comes up a little bit later. But, you know, what I find, too, is that, you know, picture yourself sitting in an old business presentation mm -hmm. where it's a 20-minute presentation and the first 15 minutes are all about the person in the company that's presenting and none of it is about you. Yeah. So how quick do you tune out if you're not relating to what's going on? If they, if If you've been talking to somebody and all they do is talk about themselves, you're now looking for the opportunity to get out of that conversation. Yeah, and that's that's just a hundred percent true. Um, there's a time and a place where you should, where somebody should only be talking about themselves and yep. talk like uh, stand-up comedy. Yeah, good point. You should I not like speak then. But otherwise, when you're meeting people, um, don't just talk about you all the time. And I, I do agree. I would say encourage them to speak. And then when they're talking. Um, you know, hear their stories, give feedback, listen, actually listen to them, try yeah. to get some good stuff out of what they're sharing with you. Um, they're going to notice that and right. they will like you, right? There are so many times where yeah. you can just sit and sit and listen. I, I remember actually I met somebody recently uh, a year ago, maybe, um, and went to their house, right? And uh, the one gentleman there talked to me for like 30 minutes. Yeah. He was telling me this big, long, interesting story. Yep. And I didn't say a word, I don't think. I just right. I sipped on a drink and he was just telling me this whole story. And then when we left, the guy was like, you are a great guy. <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I, say anything. I hardly said anything. Yeah. You know, I said hello. I said it was great to meet him. Yeah. And then, and then essentially he started telling me a story and, and he liked me a lot because I did listen to him it, listen, and I shared in a little bit every once in a that, while. That, you know? that two things are key. My, my wife is naturally brilliant at this. Like we'll ended up, we went out to dinner on Sunday night and ended up having a 10, she ended up having a, a five or 10 minute conversation with the waiter, mm -hmm. you know, just because he said something and she was interested and she did the next thing that, that the next comment that you put here is she, let him know that she was interested by asking a question. Okay, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't wait to go home this weekend. Oh, where's home? Yeah. Boston. I love Boston. Tell me more about where you live. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And that's just like, you're really, you know, you hear about relationship selling and you guys know if you're already in business that most of your best customer, your best mm -hmm. customers are repeats. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and it's because they like you and you ask them questions and all these things. Happen. Yeah. So it's great. So, so don't talk about you. Listen to people. Yep. Um, what you just mentioned there, um, find commonality and expand on that. Yes. Is the next one. So um, if you hear them bring up a particular sport that you're into yeah. or a sports team you're into or books or writing or playing online call of duty games, I mean, right. whatever you're in, if they, once they bring up something that you also know a lot about or like, 
jump on that and talk about that with them. Yes, and and the, it could be visual too. You could notice that they're wearing a a Greg Norman polo, mm -hmm. and you could ask, "Do you play golf too?" Uh huh. You know, because they probably do. Um, they could be uh, they could be dressed a certain way. They could have an accent that you mm -hmm. recognize. Oh, it sounds like you're from Long Island. Yeah. You know, I used to go there all the time. You know, you're you're looking for whatever. Uh, it, it's just like. Anything when you meet somebody, yeah. you know, oh, like you're you're at an event and you're there because you're a small business, you know, hey, we're both small business people, yeah. you know, tell me about yours. Yeah, and, and I think what I, I always picture this commonality as like, um, there's like a, a, a pyramid of it, okay, right? And so there's, um, everybody has everything, has one, has certain things in common with everybody, which right. is why the joke is like, small talk is about the weather. Because everybody, yeah, it rained on everybody weather. today, right? Um, and then you tear up, you know? So right. it rained on everybody. We're both at this event together. We're both small businesses together. We're both from the Southeast. You get into conversations that bring you tighter together. And what you want to look for is get to that peak. Like we both are really into baking. We're both really into yeah. noodling, Man, motorcycles, right. you know? I, okay, so, so I have a story. Okay. So when I was uh, when I was young and I had just had my first daughter, I was working at a hotel bar, and a guy named Snake was actually okay. one of my regular customers. Right. He would come in, and he was from a local motorcycle motorcycle club, mm -hmm. and a rough looking dude. Yeah, right. And I'm like a 21 year old college student, um, but you know we're talking one day, and he just mentioned that he had a daughter, and. We immediately had this huge, that's, that's, that's why I know his name. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. is we immediately had this point of connection and saw each other in a different light. So we had this basic thing in common. Because you both had daughters both or had you daughters. wanted to date his daughter? We're, no. Oh, no, okay. It was a young daughter. Oh, I didn't know how, no. you didn't mention so that part. Had, I thought this was maybe how you met your wife. No, good one <laughs> okay. though. I like that. Um, but you know, the, the, the idea is that even if somebody looks completely different yeah. than you and has a completely different background, you're right. You'll be able to find something in common that mm -hmm. you can talk about. Yeah. And that, uh, like you meant, the daughter one is, is a really good one. That's somewhere within, um, it's towards the top of the pyramid because not yeah. everyone has children, not everyone has daughters that are young, right? right. Um, and but that that's like a gateway to the next level because you start talking about kids, what are they into? Next thing you talk that they're both really into dance. Yeah. And now you're talking about what it's like being a dad, having a dance daughter. Yeah. And and then next thing you know, I mean, you you've got you, you it doesn't matter who the person is, you can get towards that you know towards that. Yeah. And they will like you, especially if, if, again, you're going up the rules here. Um, you're listening to what they're talking about yeah. with their hobby or, or whatever it is. And then you're sharing back ebb and flow and, and they like you. And and I think like this, this important. There's an important concept that we didn't we didn't do any notes on. And that's the transition point, mm -hmm. you know, of where it's appropriate and when you find the connection where it's appropriate to mention your business. Oh, yeah. You know, and that transition point is just what you said. By the time you get down to the fact that you're that, you know, um, the person in front of you is a cheer mom, mm -hmm. you know, OK, now that's an obvious. I like that so much. That's what I do for. A living, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that that's a good point. Um, and again, that it, it that can come up 
earlier on because some of the things we have in regards to conversation starters, just asking somebody what right. they do. But um, it's great that you want to be thinking about um, when they mention they do certain things where you can you can uh, come back at them with, oh, I own your oh you're a small business owner. What do you do? Oh, yeah. I own you know a small bakery. Oh, okay, actually I do custom apparel. I do a lot of stuff for small little yeah, shops like that's, yours. Yeah, that's, you that's know? great. And you're already friends with them. Yeah. So um, next one, you go ahead. Super important. Stay away from controversy. Yeah. Right. It's... And and that's the easiest thing to talk about sometimes. Yeah. And that is the thing that will get you the, um, it's the most fraught kind of yeah. conversation to have. It's right? a, um, it's really high risk. Yes. So uh, the more controversial the issue, the um, there's there's a potential of 50-50 and, and more controversial even less, right? So yeah. if you just say, um, what political party do you like? Uh, about 50-50, right. right? You start yes. getting all the way up into into higher ends of that or, or far yeah. off, less likely that they're going to agree with you. If they do, it's a win, you're best friends, yes. but there's a 90% chance they don't and, yes. they, and they might not like you. Right. And this could be um, any anything with current uh, current events that are politically charged or motivated. Religion even yep. is something to back off a little bit from. Um, don't go insulting Protestants because you think they're a Catholic. Okay, you know, good like, point. Um, and I in, have a bad habit of guessing people's accents, and I'm wrong about forty percent of the time. That I would be, I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. I wouldn't go and try to guess people's religions. Right. Okay. I wouldn't right. do that unless they're you know dressed in some kind of esoteric <laughs> okay, religious garb. So, but but you know, we, we were talking before the podcast about this, and you know, the appropriate time to do this is if that's what your business is about. Yeah, okay. If you are an anarchist okay, and okay. you only sell anarchist t-shirts, mm -hmm. then lead with your political affiliation yeah, sure. because, first of all, you don't mind ticking people off. Yeah, okay. You know, that's kind of part <laughs> of the goal. And, and secondly, like, that's what your business is. If, yeah. you, if you only sell religious, you know, if part of your um, religious mission is to get the message out, through custom apparel, then you should be very obvious yes. about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you're not staying away from a core conversation about you and your business. You're staying away from, you know, the the likelihood of picking a fight yes. instead of picking a Yeah, exactly. Fight. And especially if your business has nothing to do with any of right. this. Yeah. And by the way, this I mean, I know politics and religion are the two big things people, you know, yeah, forbid at the dinner table, right? right. But um, it could just be don't go and insult the a sports team that just lost because you have, oh, you don't yeah. know if they're mega fans, right? So did you see the game the other day? Yeah. Oh, what'd you think about that? Uh, I mean, I don't really care for either either teams, you know. Yeah. But the Jets sucked, you know. Right. Then it's okay. Now you can jump into it. Right. But if you just say, "Oh, the Jets were terrible," you don't re you don't know that that person's from Jersey, right. and they've been a diehard fan since they were three years old. I mean, honestly, you know? <laughs> like honestly, you're going to know if somebody's from Jersey. <laughs> yes. I mean, seriously. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, um, and especially for my friends from New Jersey, uh, make sure that you smile okay. and are very open. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I like that. That's kind of the next. That's the next tip, and it goes to not just smiling, but to body language. Mm -hmm. Like I understand that the um, that if you're an introvert, if you're in a mixer situation, if you're at a, a marketing event um, or a networking event, and you're uncomfortable, you're going to want to naturally cross your arms. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to post up against the wall and cross your arms and legs mm -hmm. and just watch everything. 
Um, you're going to look, you're, you're projecting that you are not welcoming conversations. Yeah, you're, you're, you're physically closed. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not because you're shivering and it's cold outside. You right. know, you're physically closed, you appear closed. Um, it also, if you are feeling this way, it is, it's going to be uncomfortable to sit at the table with your arms, yeah. you know, like apart, um, or with your hands, you know, on your hips. Right. But these are positions that you can practice putting yourself in. So, um, so you don't appear to be closed and, off. And if it really is just a, a matter of appearances, someone may not look at you and say to themselves, that person doesn't want to be talked to. Yeah. But that's the way they're going to feel. It's, sub, it's a subconscious the way we're wired, thing. Right. Yeah. So um, the other thing that I wouldn't do is like my habit is like I will carry something in front of me. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of a barrier. Yeah. Right. If I'm uncomfortable, I'll be carrying something in front of me. So there's something in between me and the other person. So if you do that, you're actually putting a bear, like, like if you look on the video right now, yeah. looking at myself in the camera, like that is very standoffish. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. No, it's a good point. And then the smiling thing is, is so simple and it's almost, these are all things that almost none of them need to be set, but they need to be, but they need to be. Um, but smile as much as you can, especially when you meet somebody, just put on the smile. Um, my, my, my mom was one of these people that just like, everybody liked her yeah, right yeah, you know yeah. she she had a million friends everybody the the butcher the hairdresser every single person knew who she was right. and there was a joke that you know that she had the Diane Vila smile that actually turned into oh, a joke nice. like I that like was a that. joke and That's great. um and it, because she would just and she would just say, she's like, sometimes I'm not really happier in that great of a mood, yeah. but I'm going to go get my hair cut. So I put on a big smile because I should be happy that I'm there. And then next thing you know, they see, they see that they're happy. And then I leave and I'm in a better mood than I was before, you know, because you kind of started it. There you go. Fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, you started it. So I, I love that. Um, uh, let's next we, is. We kind of already talked yeah. about this. Talk in terms of people's interest. And uh, this is this is kind of a how to influence friends and influence people mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the the old example was, you know, if you are on a sales call and you go into somebody's office, you know, you look around their office to look for those points of commonality. You know, so if they've got a baseball trophy or a picture of a of a of their kid or mm -hmm. of a vacation spot, or you know, if you walk into Mark Vila's office, he's got pictures of you know Ella all yeah. over the place and like drawings that she did. So, you know, these are all things that you can look at and go, oh, did, you know, do you have a kid that yeah. did that for you? It would be creepy if he said no. <laughs> and, and this one, I think what's different about this one and the other ones is this is when you don't have anything in common with them yet. And maybe you're still on the search, right? but you notice something obvious that they like. Yeah. And it's actually can really work in your favor if you know nothing about it. So if you see that they've got um, a bunch of golf balls in a frame right. on a wall, something like that. I don't really know much about golf. Right. Um, so I don't know much about it, but I see that. I say, oh, uh, do you play golf? Are you into that? Yeah, actually, I, I just went and I was at Pebble Beach. So, you know. Okay. Oh, you know what? I don't know much. I've kind of always wanted to pick up the hobby. Yeah. I mean, tell me about it. What do you love about it? Should I do it? Yeah. And they're just going to You will nuts. make people glow with gonna that because nuts. they're going to say like, I've got an opportunity to sell somebody on the most favorite thing in yeah, my life and <laughs> tell them all about why golf is fun and relaxing and great for your mind and, and all these right. and uh, crazy expensive, I'm sure. And, and, and it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. This kind of thing, this kind of like looking for people's interests is uh, it, it doesn't just feel great. 
honestly. It, just, yeah. it feels really good when you hit on something and, and they're excited to talk about it. Yeah. It feels good for you. Um, but it's also the business that you're in. People love nothing more to wear their interests, their hobbies, and their emotions yeah. mm -hmm. on a custom t-shirt. I mean, fishing shirts mm -hmm. and NASCAR shirts yeah, and everywhere. boating shirts. And, you know, like this is what people buy caps with random interests on it, you know, that they've never done, but they still think it's cool. Yeah, so absolutely. So if you, like you mentioned boating, if you see somebody has a picture of them on a boat, ask about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I own a boat. I've been doing it since I was a kid. You could say, I don't know much about it. I've wanted, to, you know, and again, just start yeah. with that. What do you like about it? And then eventually it turns into, actually, you know what I've done is I've actually printed somebody's boat on a t-shirt for them. Yeah. And then they're like, what do you, you know what? And that's yeah. what I do for a living. And then now you're letting them know what you do. And, and that can turn into something. Great. Transition point. I yep. love that. Um, so last one. Last one is up to you because everybody knows. Sure. <laughs> um, be positive. Yeah. So nobody really loves talking to a negative Nancy type of a person. Um, we we all have a friend that is that can't be positive, right? We're all a, a bit of positive and negative. And her name is Nancy. <laughs> yeah, it could it's be. Weird. Or it could be um, Debbie. Could be. Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. I don't, I don't know why they're specifically ladies' names. I was trying to think of a men's one. Negative Ned. Negative Ned. I haven't heard that before. I've never met anybody. Okay, Ned, but so. <laughs> uh, so, but it really, it's just you. You should have positive. You should speak positively. You should find silver linings. If a conversation is going towards something really dark and negative, um, try to move out of it right. with something with a positive light. It's going to. You are good. people will feel that about you. Yeah. If you're in a small group conversation and everybody is complaining about something to do with the local economy, right? You're in a small business group and three, right. four, they're all complaining about local economy. Maybe you can come back with, um, what are some good ideas when, when it starts yeah, getting busy? Great. What can we that's do? Great. You know, like let's spitball ideas together and people will feel that about you. And then they're going to want to come to you for I'm, things. I mean, yeah. honestly, that's what kind of what we did with cold SE daily, mm -hmm. you know, at the, when things started to shut down, is we tried to look for things that our customers could learn or focus on or do differently, you know, while things were slow. Yeah. You know, so that's a negative situation that you try to turn into a positive. But I do also want to do the little qualification here that if uh, there's a difference between negative and serious. So okay. if you, um, if your mission, you know, again, is for starting your business is more serious than you can, you can talk about that. Yeah. Like an autism awareness, you yeah, know, charity. Like, like type I, of I started stuff. this yeah. t-shirt company because I printed something for my dad when he yeah. was sick. And, yeah. You know, so now we've got all this going. So that's serious, but not negative. Yeah, exactly. So it, it could be any charity type of type of work. If you're doing like cancer or autism, like right. I mentioned, um, where those are serious topics. But again, it's positive because you say I'm starting this business because yeah, portion of the proceeds are going towards charities. Yep. We want to help people. I'm passionate about it. And it makes me feel really good because I'm, I'm you know, living the the honor out of my, of my father who passed away from cancer, things yep. like that. Yeah. You I know? Like that. Um, okay. So uh, the, then the bottom line in this one is going, is going to be, you're going to build better relationships. And you said this, yep. I just paraphrased yep. it. <laughs> you're going to build better relationships. Therefore, you're going to build better business relationships. Yeah. Again, like when we, I mean, you guys, you guys know us, if you're in the, the CAS Facebook group, mm -hmm. you know, um, the team here at Cold Essie is on there pretty frequently. 
and I get messages from people like we know our customers. Yeah. You know, we have good relationships with our customers and that's, you know, we, we get, um, our salespeople get referred by their customers on Facebook all the time. Yeah. Like, Oh, you should be talking on our Tracy yeah. or you should be talking to Amber, you know, whoever it is because they're great. Yeah. Why are they great? Because you guys had this conversation yeah. together, you found out things in common, you uh, came to a conclusion that you would work well together. Yeah, and and then people who are in sales or who are in small businesses like yours that um, that are involved in selling um, end up really enjoying it for so many reasons. Because in the beginning, you might be trying to learn and fake it till you make it, but yeah, type of stuff. But once you start doing this, then it becomes addictive. Then it's the only way you want to live. Right. Then you go to yeah. a little get together and you you're like you want to talk to people. Yeah. You want to make new friends. And uh, and then it just becomes a part of your life. That's great. That's true. Um, so let's move to part two. Yeah. Part two is is really the, the nuts and the bolts and kind of the things that you want to. You know, if you have a goal going into a conversation, like let's say specifically it's a networking event, mm -hmm. could be anywhere, but specifically it's a networking event. You know, there are th certain things that you would like to accomplish during the conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Other than just establishing that rapport and making friends, you know, you're going to want to know things like who they are, mm -hmm. you know, um, don't walk away from a conversation knowing that person's name was Steve. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And because what's going to happen is you're going to be in this just conversation mode, right? Yeah. It could be a networking event or a kid's birthday party. You're just in conversation mode and you're doing all these things. You're being friendly and you're talking and you're yep, find, finding and, common and you're just becoming friends with people. And then uh, they mention something like you mentioned the cheer stuff, yep. you know, or they mentioned they own a bakery and you could do shirts for them. And at this point in time, um, something happens and clicks where you say, um, this is a potential prospect for yeah. me. And so at that point in time, I think you want to, you want to answer the, get these questions answered um, That's good. during it, this it's conversation. The, it's the transition point yeah. kind of thing. Um, so like you said, who they are, you know, um, so just what do they, what do they do? Who are they like? You know, what are they like? Who are they? What's a, a glimpse of their personality? You yeah. know, um, who are they connected to? Things like that. Right. Um, what's the next one here? Um, it's, are, are they a potential customer or a connector? So you said it, you're, you're kind of at that, at a decision point where, you know, I, and I find this hard to believe, but if you've got a very specific niche, mm -hmm. um, and the person in front of you doesn't match that niche, like there's no, there's no connection that you can think of. What you can see is, okay, are they a potential customer? Maybe not very low probability, but are they a connector? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of an important check mark to make. Mm -hmm. So um, a connector is somebody that knows everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and you guys, you all know somebody like this. Yeah. You know, I've got a guy, Yeah. you know, go ask, go ask Paul about a plumber or an electrician or, you know, anything because he's always got a guy. Yeah. Right. So that, that's a connector. So you look for somebody that might know a lot of people that you can. Yeah. So I, I think that's great. Like that's your, your master level connectors right yeah. there. If you realize somebody knows everybody, then they're a good person to know. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then there's uh, like a lower level connector. So for example, you're at a kid's birthday party, right. And you're, and you're talking with, uh, the, um, the, the mom Yeah. and you notice some fishing stuff in the corner. 
and you mentioned fishing and she's like, I don't really like it. I think it's kind of gross, but it's there. Right. right. So um, then, oh, okay. Oh, that's actually my, my husband and all of his brothers are really big into it. So um, at that point in time, you know, maybe he's away. They're away on a fishing yeah, trip. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. even there. She's a great connector for you. Absolutely. Because she can connect you with him and his brothers. And they probably have a lot of other people. Right. So you, you're building this relationship for you is good. So when they come back, when uh, they come back from their fishing trip, how was the party today? Right. Oh, it was great. Actually, I met somebody who's really cool that yeah, makes shirts and, and all you guys are going to, you guys need to talk and, to them. And that's a super place to, you know, you've recognized that transition point where you see the fishing gear, you know, it's the husband. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a great time to say, to whip out your business card yeah. and just say, look, um, I do fishing shirts all the time. Yeah. If you ever want to put something stupid on a shirt for him yeah. or, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. you know, share the, share the, share my card. Or, and, and, you know, yeah. maybe we can get him something nice. Really, what I'm curious about is why is he gone fishing during his kid's birthday party? I know. Well, maybe well I'll imagine that there's like a really extenuating circumstance. Like it was planned and then uh, this is the second party for the kid with all the annoying school friends. It could just be he he is very much into noodling. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and you know, Prime guys, season. They're, they're not going to miss a noodling yeah. event. Um, all right, great. So, <laughs> okay, um, so, so what do you want to know? What do you want to get? You want to get their contact information, right? Yep. That's, that's a big checkbox. So, you know, you want to find out who they are, um, not just as a, um, a cardboard cutout. You know, you're finding out who they are as a person. You're finding out their name and their interests in the first part. You're then you're in the second um, point. You're figuring out whether or not they're a potential customer or if they're a potential connector. Mm -hmm. And this third is you're just you got to get their contact info. Yeah, and uh, anything works. I think phone number, social media, yeah. email address, a business card. Yeah. Um, even if uh, a location of their business can even work. Right. You know, oh yeah, you know that that uh, industrial park that's just right by the Seven Eleven down the road. You know there, yeah, I'm I'm like the third door down in there. You know Joe's Plumbing, and knowing that is going to be able to you can reach them again next time. Absolutely. You know, I mean that's the biggest that's the biggest deal. So, and yeah. I would even I would even set it up at that point if it's during the conversation mm -hmm. and you collect their contact information with purpose, like oh tell me about your business. Cool. Can I get a card? Okay. Great. Listen, I'm going to send you an email. Yeah. So just look for it. It's going to come from mark at coldse.com. Yeah, ex and exactly. And, that, and we have that on the list that transitions perfectly yeah. into that. How will you be in touch again? Right. You know, so um, if at this point in time you're realizing all these things are checking together, you get their contact information. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'll, I'll Facebook message you those pictures I was talking about. Yeah. You know, um, I'll email you this information. I'll, I'm going to be by, I'm going to be in that office complex you talked about um, next week. I'll come by and say hi to you and I'll bring by some shirts. So you can check them out. Cool. You know, um, always establish somehow how you're going to reach out to them later. Yes. Um, even, and I would say, even if this is still a really, really mild, you're not even sure if this is a good meeting, not, you can always just say, um, something like, oh yeah, you know what? I'll follow you on Instagram. I thought that was pretty cool. And you know, um, one day, maybe I'll shoot you a message if I see something interesting about that oh, yeah. has to do with your business. And usually, you can leave it open if you're not right. sure, but you need to make sure that they understand where it's going. Listen, if if the person that you're in front of that in front of shows you anything from their social media on their phone, like oh, fishing, let me yeah. let me show you what I caught. Yeah. 
then that's awesome. Is that your Instagram account? Let mm -hmm. me follow you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then you're immediately. Yeah. Connected. And then you're, so you want to be connected at them. Um, and there's two more things on the list, yeah. um, which are kind of, they, they're, they're like some things we spoke about earlier, but they're important to really note yeah. um, physically, um, uh, like writing it on their card, yep. or if you're put, if you're just getting their contact information on your phone, there is notes in the contacts. Right. Um, all phones now under contacts, there's a note section, write this stuff in there. Yep. Um, so what are you going to remember them by? Um, if you're meeting a lot of people, you need to really have um, specific ways to remember each person. Yeah. So so one thing that I do is, and, and I don't sell a lot anymore, mm -hmm. but, you know, if I meet somebody, like if I meet somebody that I want to call for, you know, as a plumber or, you know, as a, as a bug guy or something like that, that's how I put them in the phone. You know, I would put in, so if I were talking to this guy at this marketing event, I would put Steve the fishing guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly you know, that. Something like that. It'll that, trigger. That's his name, and that's the way it would come up on my phone if he called. It'll and it'll. It's this. That is for you to yeah. trigger all the memories back from this nice conversation you yes. had. And actually, it reminds me um, in the show The Office. Okay. So Michael Scott, who is the manager, if you don't, if you haven't seen the show, um, he's a manager and a salesperson of a paper company, and he one of the ways he does he has this weird way of remembering names, which is kind of like this. Okay. So he'll say like, <laughs> but it's terrible. So it'll be like, big nose, nose. I like the smell of pizza. Pizza I like pepperoni, pepperoni Peter, and that's how he <laughs> remembers people's names. Okay. And it's and it's an exaggeration of this concept though because no, that's I a get real it. concept that they exaggerated so um, i probably wouldn't write big nose big anywhere <laughs> um, ever but anywhere um ever. you could write like italian you could <laughs> which is so racist luckily we're both we're both italian yeah. so we're good there um, okay and then the um, the next one is in um what you know what do you have in common note this yeah. remember it so um, like you said the fishing the fishing one is good um, because they like fishing. Yeah. But I would also make sure to note the things you had in common. So you can write the fishing guy who also likes Mustangs right. because you like sure. Mustangs as well. So if you put both these things in there, you'll remember what they like. You'll also remember what you have in common that you can bring up both of these yeah. things. Later. And honestly, if you, um, if you really want to go pro, just look for our episode about uh, CRMs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. About, about keeping track of customers, and that's that's that is kind of the the ultimate tracking for all of these connections. Yeah, which reminds me of an office thing again. I'll okay. say he had an old Rolodex. Oh yeah, right. And um, again, his notes were terrible because uh, the jokes are all an exaggeration. But he would put, you know, like wife, and then somebody steals his Rolodex and attempts to go through it and says, "How's your wife?" Well, um, he's divorced. The note was written in red. Red means don't bring up wife. <laughs> um, so That's now awesome. this this person who stole his notes yeah, is not yeah. getting any of the sales because they're reading the notes wrong. Um, but it, it's an it's an it's an exaggeration on that, but also a lesson to make sure that you make no, you make notes that make sense. Yeah, true, you know? true, true, true. Um, okay, so um, last you wrote some great tips to start conversations. Yeah. Um, so mostly for networking events, although you can adapt them to phone conversations, because mm -hmm. remember, you've got to do this um, almost as much as on the phone during during initial conversations as you do um, in person. We've talked yeah. a lot about in-person events, but all of these things should be carried out 
in your first phone conversation. Too, yeah. If you can. And really, especially on the phone, I think these are amplified. Yeah. Because uh, in person, there's an awkwardness of getting away. Right. Um, but on the phone, it's so easy to disconnect that. I got another call yeah. coming in. You know? um, so it's important to build all this together. Okay. So if you are at an event mm -hmm. and you are looking for something normal to start a conversation that you would hear at an event, you know, you might ask, um, hey, what's, what's your connection to the event? Mm -hmm. You know, and we would get that like we go to events like Social Fresh and uh, we go to trade shows and things like that. And, and, you know, it could be what's your connection to the event? So, you know, have you been to this event before? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing is is a great conversation. And, and that works for anything, right? right? That works for the kids' birthday parties. It works yeah, for weddings. Yeah, yeah. It works for, you know, like, how are you here? Yeah, you know, you oh, know yeah, Tommy? My, yeah, they go they go to the same school together. There my you son, go. you know. And then, and then you're starting to to make friends. Right? Yeah. Um, what The next one you have here, um, what keeps you busy when you're not at events like this or at work? Yeah, so, so I mean, naturally, you're going to, Put this in a more casual phrase. Okay. Right. Um, you could just ask, what do you do when you're not eventing? Yeah. You know, what do you do when you're not doing this? Yeah. And uh, and really, because you're asking, it's another way of saying, what are your hobbies? Right. You know, uh, what do you do for fun? But that's weird. Yeah. Somebody well, that's, you what your that's hobby is. almost like that's dating normal, talk, yeah, right? right? Like, right. you know, what do you do for so, fun? Um, but yeah, say, so, well, what do you, yeah, what do you do when you're not, you know, what do you do when you're not going to, Social fresh, like you mentioned. Right. You know, um, uh, how did you how did you come into your line at work? I like that one. Yeah, me that's too. asking them to, t to tell a story. There's, yeah, there's a, definitely a story there. How did you? So, I mean, I'm fascinated. How did you get to be a lion tamer? Yeah, you know, I would like to know that one. Um, like or or tigers or ti tiger king. We're not. Did gonna you talk watch about it? That. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people shunning you right now. I'm listening to this. All right. Um, and last one, you had one more. Yeah. Simple uh, one. How did you How did you hear about the event? Yeah. So, I mean, this is these are these are things that you can ask. I mean, there's there's also all kinds of things that you can comment on that mm -hmm. might start a conversation. If you are at a networking event, there's always food. There's always drink. You could say, "How are the carrots?" Yeah. You know, is that Coke or rum and Coke? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I tried that wine. What do you think? Yeah. You know, those are all great. I think if you sometimes, uh, especially um, folks who are newer to this, they will freeze up and not be able to think of any of those things. Yes. So um, go with like, write down your three or four kind of go to's that you right. can ask literally anybody anywhere that you've just met. Yes. And just fall back on these. So a lot of them that you hear, and you can hear when people aren't as comfortable bring, getting to know people. Yes. Um, are you from this area? Yeah, sure. You know, are you are do you live do you are you from the are you from this area? Yeah. You know, did you grow up around here? Are you oh, are okay. you uh, are you a natural for Floridian or did you come from somewhere else? If you you're know? at Social Fresh, it could be what kind of craft beer do you prefer? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's great to have a few go tos yeah. that maybe aren't weather related. But yeah. you know what? Just say talk about the weather if you can't yeah. find anything. I would say um, you know if you can't. But you're always as you're talking, bring up think of all the things you learned in this. Um, Think of your go-to questions, ask that. And then uh, the last tip I would have is all of these questions um, that you put, they're all open-ended questions. Yeah. And that's on purpose, I'm yeah. sure, without yeah. even you thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, um, meaning that they're not yes or no or one word answers. They require them to participate in the conversation. Right. And while they're talking and you're listening, you'll get light bulbs in your head about the next thing to talk about. And it'll go really great. Yeah, it, it, it turns out to be um, pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. You know, you go, you meet a half dozen interesting people. It's, it's Yeah. And I, and I find myself still, and we've talked about it on here before, when you go to events where you feel frozen. Yeah. You know, you're not sure, you, you're not sure who to talk to, where to talk to. And then eventually as you relax for a minute, right. then something just pops up, you say something and you'll be surprised and how quickly you got a new friend, you know? Yeah. I mean, so. that mostly happens when they're serving gin and tonic. Yes. That helps out a lot. <laughs> All right. I think this has been a useful episode. I hope you uh, got a lot out of it. And I hope that the next time that you are in a situation where you have any opportunity to make a connection um, to other people, you will think about starting a uh, selling conversation by just starting a regular conversation. Yeah, I think that's great. And and the exercise you can do immediately right after this is to um, think of your own conversation starter questions. Um, take marks and write down a few of your own. Have those handy and around with you. And honestly, you could stick them in your wallet or purse. And then when you're frozen at an event, go into the bathroom, open it up. <laughs> refresh yourself <laughs> and then put it back and you've got your little or, clip or, notes. or just just remember this one because and i know that one of our listeners will appreciate this because she actually said her husband or brother was uh -huh. into it is you could ask anyone have you ever heard of noodling okay and it will inspire a a fascinating conversation a hundred percent all right everybody all thanks right. for listening this has been mark stevenson and mark vila you guys have an amazing business Thank you.